Hello, welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Castles Crumbling, featuring Haley Williams from The Vault from Speak Now, Taylor's version. Yes. And today we are discussing the song Starlight from Red, Taylor's version. Also, just so everyone's aware, Charlie, our heartbreak prince, is currently in the recording room with us. So if you hear any dog sounds, toy sounds, jingling, uh, it's all the heartbreak prince. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Starlight is the 15th track on Red, Taylor's version. Red was originally released on October 22nd, 2012. Taylor's version was released on November 12th, 2021. This song was solely written by Taylor. Yeah! Starlight has only been played live by Taylor five times. Her most recent time was on the Eras Tour as a surprise song in Denver, Colorado on July 15th, mm-hmm. 2023. She also played it as a surprise song on the Rep Tour. She played it twice on the Red Tour, and she played it once at the Robert F. Kennedy Memorial. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize she'd only played it five times. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Yeah. So, Dev, mm-hmm. what do you think about Starlight? I like this song. It, it's a fun one on Red. You know, I think it's a relatively simple country rock song. The There isn't too much to the production on this one mm. it, it's fun it's a it's a boppy boppy tune you have the synth or a, i think it's an electric guitar doing this fast strumming that sounds kind of like twinkling stars to me yeah in the beginning, the, the ding, 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 ding. Mm. it's really really cool i i love the first line of this first verse because it's such a misheard lyric <laughs> i met bobby on the boardwalk which totally sounds like barbie yes i love it i think that i thought it was barbie the first time i listened to it. You thought it was Barbie for a few years. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. A lot of people mishear that lyric and they think it's, I'm a Barbie on mm-hmm. the boardwalk. But instead of, I met Bobby on the boardwalk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a Barbie. Yes, absolutely. And it's super prescient with Barbie right now. Yes. For sure. I'm pretty sure that this song is about uh, some of the Kennedys, but I'll let Gossip Gab go into that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it is. Gossip Gab will Get me on that one. I really like the chorus on this track. I I love the imagery of dancing like we were made of starlight. Mm -hmm. It's just such a beautiful thought. I love this descending guitar lick uh, during the chorus when she sings starlight. So she goes like, starlight. And then it's just like, bing, 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 bing. It's like this really, really nice guitar lick. I love the woo-hoo-hoos at the end of the bridge. Reminds me a lot of Bowling for Soup's 1985. Oh, that's funny. I never would have thought like that. Like the Springsteen Madonna way before Nirvana. Yeah, the woo-hoo-hoo. And then there's also a really great guitar solo in in between that too. Like woo-hoo-hoo. And then there's like this. <laughs> super good. Nice song. Not my favorite on the album, but definitely a good boppy listen. Gab, what do you think of Starlight? I love Starlight, and I think it's just such a romantic, hopeful, magical story of a song. Mm. I really love how it starts with Taylor's vocals very forward before it gets into the first verse. You guys all know that I love a linear Taylor storytelling, and I think she just does a fantastic job telling this story. I can clearly picture them sneaking into the yacht club party and Mm -hmm. like having this like amazing romantic night as Mm. teenagers. Yeah, I just love that second verse and it just shows Bobby is such a dreamer and then he's like bringing her along with him the chorus is super catchy it's fun to dance to I think the bridge works super well in the song and I love that like 
love was just so simple back then. Mm -hmm. You just fall in love young and you decide to get married. And, like, obviously that's simplifying it, but it is how it went for them. Yeah. And it's how it went in the song. I just think it's really cute and romantic. I love the lore and the mythology of this song a lot. And it makes me feel warm and fuzzy. Which, you know, is mostly what I'm looking for in a song. Yeah, just like a lovey-dovey rom-com kind of situation. Yeah, exactly. It makes me smile. Makes you smile. Woo-hoo-hoo! Yeah. It's, uh... (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a good one. I like this one a lot. Devin, Mm -hmm. do you relate to this song? So I relate to the line, look at you worrying too much about things you can't change. (laughs) That was such a real lyric. Honestly, I like did not pick that up. But yeah, that's so relatable. That is the most relatable. You know, we think about the serenity pledge and Mm -hmm. being able to change the things that you can and being able to forget about the things that you can't change and and feel like. Well, it's not forget. No. It's accepting things that you can't change Mm -hmm. and then courage to change the things you can and the wisdom to know. To know the difference. Yeah. Yep. It's so real. You know, I I try and think about things that I can change, but then I also just am always thinking about things I have no control over mm-hmm. whatsoever, and I just stress out about them all the time. And that's just such a relatable thing. And I, I try to be better about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to catch myself when it happens, but I can't always do that. Mm-hmm. So there, there's that line. And then... Yeah. Trying to skip rocks on the ocean. Um, (laughs) I absolutely love, 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 love skipping stones on lakes and ponds. I haven't tried it in the ocean because there's waves. Yeah, it must be hard. It must be hard. So uh, the fact that he was trying to skip rocks on the ocean feels a little futile to me. Yeah. It's much easier to do on a calm surface Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm, water. mm -hmm. So Bobby, FYI. Maybe it was like the whatever low tide time of day. What's when the waves are slow? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I guess you've also never tried to skip rocks by the ocean because you don't go to the ocean that often. No, no, don't really go to the beach. No, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I've been known to skip some rocks in in my day. Mm-hmm. I always am looking for a good skipping stone. Yeah, you're a pretty good rock. Whenever skipper. we go, whenever we go on hikes, there's this nice hike up in Vermont where there's this really pretty lake. And I'm always looking on on the lookout for for rocks to mm-hmm. skip there. Gab. Do you relate to this song? I relate to the lyric. And I said, oh my, what a marvelous tune. It was the best night never would forget how we moved. Mm. I just love like the exciting young love dancing at a party, falling more in love vibe Mm -hmm. to the song. And I really relate to that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we love dancing and dancing with each other. And there are just some early dance moments in our relationship that I think were very formative to Mm -hmm. our love story. You know? Yeah. Like I just think about like, uh, you know, the first time that we heard and danced to Cheek to Cheek mm-hmm. or Can't Stop the Feeling, like the yeah. different places we were, it's very clear in my mind. Joanne and Kyle's wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the silent disco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just think that like, yeah, Best Night never would forget how we moved. Mm-hmm. Like it is. It's so formative. Yeah. And it's, I like that. It's cute. Yeah. I guess that's relatable in this song too. Of dancing like we were moved starlight. Yeah. I guess that's pretty relatable. I think it's pretty relatable. You're a dancer. <laughs> I am a dancer. Yeah. I know. I was drawn to the more goofy things, yeah. I guess. No, I song. like that. <laughs> well, now we get to the segment of... Gossip. The hidden message and the liner notes of the original Red Album is... For Ethel. Mm. As Devin said earlier, the often misheard opening line of the song is, I met Bobby on the boardwalk summer of 45. Right. Starlight finds Taylor singing about the romantic adventures of Ethel and Bobby Kennedy after coming across a photo of them dancing when they were teenagers. Uh She told the Wall Street Journal, 
I get a lot of style inspiration from the 1960s, so I'll go and look back at black and white pictures and look at photos from the 50s and 60s, and I came across this picture of these two kids dancing at a dance. It immediately made me think of how much fun they must have had that night. It was back in the late 40s. I ended up reading underneath that it was Ethel Kennedy and Robert F. Kennedy, and they were like 17. So I just kind of wrote that song from that place, not really knowing how they met or anything like that. And then her daughter, Rory, ended up coming to a show a couple weeks later, and I told her about the song, and she was like, you have to meet my mom. She would love to meet you. So that was kind of what the song was about, which I think is pretty cool, like how timeless of Taylor looking at old photos for inspiration, right? It's pretty timely to hear that. Yeah, I was immediately thought of timeless. It's like the same idea. The exact same thing. Yeah, and it's around like similar-ish times where that inspiration's happening. And, you know, if we think about Taylor's style at this time, she was going back into a lot of like vintage Mm -hmm. shapes and different styles. That Mm -hmm. was a part of the era. Yeah. So... Pretty cool. Yeah. For those who don't know the Kennedys, they're an important political family in the U.S. marked by tragedy. Robert Kennedy, a.k.a. Bobby Kennedy, who's also known as RFK, was brother to the 35th U.S. President John F. Kennedy, also known as JFK. Mm -hmm. Robert helped run his brother's campaign in the 1960 presidential election and was appointed U.S. Attorney General at the age of 35, which is one of the youngest cabinet members in American history. Mm -hmm. He served as his brother's closest advisor until his brother's assassination in 1963, and then he also served the rest of his term. And then he was a U.S. Senator in New York from 1965 to 1968. In 1968, he became a leading candidate for the Democratic nomination for presidency, and shortly after he won the California primary, around midnight on June 5th, 1968, uh, RFK was assassinated as Mm -hmm. well, which left Ethel as a widow with 10 children and one on the way. So she was, I think, like around three months pregnant at that point. After his death, Ethel swore that she would never marry again, and she never did. That is so many children. And she was... A single yeah. mom of that many children. Ten yes. Ch- Eleven children. Yes. Holy. Well, like, and then the line, have ten kids and teach them how to drink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> After Robert's death, Ethel founded the Robert F. Kennedy Center for Justice and Human Rights. She eventually received the Presidential Medal for Freedom in 2014 for advancing the cause of social justice, human rights, environmental protection, and poverty reduction around the world. Mm. So she did a lot of... Um, good works in honor of her late husband. Taylor met Ethel Kennedy and very much admired and romanticized her, growing close to her. She even bought and then eventually sold a house right by the Kennedy compound in Hyannisport. Devin and I have seen (laughs) and been to this house. Yeah, we got kind of stalkery. uh, Well, Taylor doesn't live there anymore. We sought it out just to come check it out. We took took some pictures by it. We we drove down a road that said, do not drive down this road. Yeah, we did. (laughs) (laughs) We'll share some of those on the Instagram. Yeah. At this time, Taylor was also dating Ethel and Bobby Kennedy's grandson, Connor Kennedy, which was a short-lived relationship. Right. But she was clearly enamored with the Kennedy family, Mm -hmm. and this song is a beautiful tribute to Ethel and Bobby and their love. Yeah. Yeah, and also the Kennedys were considered like the Camelot of the United States. Yeah, when when he was elected, they called his cabinet that, because it was all like promising and young people and and the future. The line in the first verse of the Duchess and a Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, that goes very, there, too. Yeah, very Look at much, you, Gossip yeah. Dev. Hey, thanks. It's it's a shame, too, just like how kind of um, cursed 
the Kennedys yeah, well, are. Yeah, it's like crazy, like this like mythology that kind of surrounds them. It's yeah. like they're almost like the American royal family yeah. in some ways. And then there's just so, so, so much tragedy. Yeah, just so much. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. It makes sense that she would be drawn to them being, you know, uh, kind of like fantasy version of yeah. them and everything. And they were like the biggest thing that there was. Yeah, and especially, too, at this time with Taylor being so into, like, old-fashioned, mm-hmm. like, and drawing like uh, drawing inspiration from the 50s and 60s, this is when they were at their height of political power, and then also, like, Jackie Kennedy was a style icon, so just so much of, like, the lore of that time Taylor definitely romanticized during the Red Era, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. Devin, mm-hmm. what's your favorite line in Starlight? So I, I really like the line, the whole place was dressed to the nines and we were dancing, dancing like we were made of starlight. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that I missed my calling. I think that I would have just loved going to clubs and stuff in like the 50s the and 60s band. with the big bands and seeing like Frank Sinatra mm-hmm. and wearing like a suit or a tux like everywhere I went yeah. having you know like my my hair done all the time <laughs> going to a barber shop I don't know but and you know sock hops and dancing all the time and stuff and obviously uh, that's the romantic vision that yeah. I have of that time when there was a lot of crap yeah, going also, on like, in the being world drafted. Dra- <laughs> being drafted like, being drafted yeah. having a fight in World War II and probably not coming home and and all of the other stuff that's happened since. <laughs> yeah, but, it, you know, it's okay to look back with uh, rose-colored glasses from time to time. Yeah, yeah, and dancing like we are made of starlight. Like, yeah. I think that, that would be, a, you know, if I could just go back and, like, go to a dance. Do, do something like that, you know, see, like, the Glenn Miller Orchestra perform or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that would be, like, starting. our movie plot. Like, you and yeah. I somehow end up back in time. Back like, in kind of like, uh, what's that Going movie, Pleasantville or whatever? Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we have to find our way back to the Ooh, future. Or, yeah, or, yeah, back to the yeah. future. <laughs> that plot, too. Have you heard of that one? <laughs> oh, hey. Yeah, so I, I, I like that line a lot. Gab, what is your favorite line? My favorite line is, don't you see the starlight, starlight? Don't you dream impossible things? I just really, really love, like, the dreamer aspect to this song, especially when you think about someone like RFK, who was such a huge, huge, huge dreamer and romantic, and, like, believed so many things were possible, and he fought for so many good causes, and, like, don't you dream impossible things. Like, just saying that also to the person you love, like, we could be anything, we could do anything, like, dream impossible things. I just, I love the idealism there, the romanticism like, it just is something that, it, I don't know, it feels very in line with my idea of the world in mm. some ways. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's like, it's, I don't know, it's like very inspiring and also like really cute and emotional. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, and just thinking about like Ethel Kennedy and her strength of raising all those children, you know, like that's pretty crazy too. Yeah, oh too. my God, I know. Wow. Also birthing all those children. <laughs> like, that's insane. <laughs> Yeah, and I just really am fascinated by this time in Taylor's life, too, when she became, like, super close with this, like, elderly woman of lore, you know? It's fascinating. Yeah. Okay, Devin, from Mm -hmm. 1 to 10 boardwalks, what do you give Starlight? I think I'm going to give Starlight six boardwalks. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a 
great little song, fun little song, not a lot to it. And like the chorus is, is kind of short. Mm-hmm. And it's it's definitely got aspects of it that I really like and mm-hmm. I don't skip it ever, but it's just not one of my faves. Mm-hmm. So I think six boardwalks for me. Gab, from one to ten boardwalks, what do you give Starlight? I'm going to give Starlight eight boardwalks. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, there's something about this song. I think it's like the fact that it was one of Taylor's earlier not earliest because there's stuff on debut, but earlier kind of like fictionalized song about something that's not herself. Like there is much of that during her early discography. Yeah. But like this being entirely a different story. Yeah. There's something about I just love so, so much and always have. And I don't know. It just is a song that I do listen to a good amount. And yeah. I've always been, it's been like, it is one of my faves on Red, which is so interesting. Cool. Yeah. So, love it. Boardwalks. All right. Listen along with us. Check us out on Instagram at Tate to Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Did you, until today, think the lyric was, I'm a Barbie on the boardwalk? <laughs> Did you know that this song was about Ethel and Bobby Kennedy? Yeah. Do you also love skipping stones on lakes and ponds? Have you ever skipped a stone in the ocean? Ooh. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> and remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Yes, and thank you as always to our patrons. You are the absolute best. Thank you. Thank you. Well, next episode, <laughs> we're going to be covering Electric Touch, oh. featuring Fallout Boy from Speak Now, Taylor's version from the vault. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Data Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.